hi, good morning, and welcome to another edition of the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom. Tuesday and Thursday, Joe's co-host. I am Ed McMahon. That's my new job. That's where I've landed now in my 60s, and it's a great day to be alive, and I hope this finds you well. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio programs, financial-running programs in America today. Got to be one of the top five. The Patriot Radio News Hour brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. And even I can throw in an ad. The Cedarstrom Group and Pinkerton Pool and Spas and 1360 KHNC and the list goes on and on and on. But this is the Patriot Radio News Hour. And the number one sponsor of the Patriot Trading Group offers legal, lawful, constitutional tender. You can call one 800 592 if you don't have any idea what that is. You were just surfing the button and he said, who is this guy? And you heard legal, lawful, constitutional tender. In Venezuela today, it's a cigarette. <laughs> and I'll touch on that. The owner, president, the guy who runs the place, keeps everybody going, keeps it all up, keeps all the balls in the air, doing the job I used to do, now has become quite the curmudgeon. Very grumpy. Little by little, he's going from Wonder Boy to Old Geezer. How you doing, kid? Good yeah, morning. I've Joe gotten Jacqueline. balder, fatter, oh, yeah. angrier. <laughs> Let me tell you right now, your your job sucks. What's well, you're, oh, yeah, you're running this your thing? old job. Go, I, want, yeah, I want your Ed McMahon job. I want that one. I know. Here's double. They uh, they go, what are you getting out of the business for? Has to not Joe. Yeah. Well, I needed a break. Two and a half decades of doing this. People are, what do you do? Well. Believe it or not, yes. Now I even miss it. I'm having fun doing this. And welcome everybody who's kind of working their way back, my my fan base. And I'm getting the emails, and thank you. Cigarettes. Oh, oh, by the way, before we get there, we had people checking in again. Oh, this is fun. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to let us know where you're listening from, send us an email. Contact at 1360khnc.com. Contact at 1360khnc.com. You missed it. Yesterday, we had all kinds of people checking in. Our buddy Ralph from Sweden checked in. We had John in Virginia. Today, we, we've got Brent in Conway, Iowa. He's a podcaster guy. Wait, we, wait. From Conway, Iowa? Conway, Iowa. I'm from Iowa. Okay, I'll talk slower. Right here. <laughs> Conway. Say welcome to Conway on both sides of the sign. Yeah, you, well, you got in and then you got out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I now, like that. Conway, Iowa. Now, he's not, he got to be listening on the internet. The radio signal isn't skipping out that far. No, he, he actually listens on the podcast. So got he, he podcasts the show. Got it. Uh, we have Yvonne and Chandler checked in. Uh, we, we had uh, Vicky up there on the front range check in as well. So check in. Let us know where, where you're listening. Contact at 1360khnc.com. I actually had a couple of friends, Rick and Rhonda, a couple of friends of mine checked in yesterday as well. Well, we appreciate that. Obviously, without you people, this this doesn't exist. And there, this is the station, obviously, is, uh, well, it's mutating little by little. Joe's doing a great job. We're trying to hang on to the old and, and usher in the new and never, never an easy task. So the station's running at 10,000 watts, I believe, which... You know, that goes a long way. It's supposed to be going up way up into into Wyoming, and we're supposed to be skipping out into Nebraska. So if you're driving in your car, um, check in. Check in. Check in. We haven't had anyone check in uh, from Wyoming yet. So send us an email. Contact at 1360khnc.com. I personally now am, uh, you guys, yeah, I love I love the listeners. I'm uh, head of the Cedarstrom Canine Convalescent Center. So... <laughs> 
my dog Duke, of course, had a three-pound tumor for a tiny little dog, but $3,200 later, he's going to make it. So he's doing good. He's a week into it. He's actually getting up and moving, feeling pretty good. But uh, I just, you know, you people, you people are sick and twisted. So now a liberal wouldn't like this joke. I personally thought it was funny. I got a text, a message from one of the listeners. You know those little robot toy dogs? You yeah. put the batteries in, they go, bark, 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 bark. One of you hooligans texted or instant messaged me that with the slogan, tumor not included. <laughs> I think it's funny. Keep it up. I can take it. You can find me on Facebook, Eric Cedarstrom. C-E-D-A-R, not E-R. A-R, cedar like the tree. But I'm not a cedar tree, I'm an oak. Well, you know what's so funny is uh, there's an article I've been saving. I didn't know why I was saving it. Uh, This actually came out several weeks ago. Uh, It turns out now that, that owning a cat or a dog is becoming almost as unaffordable as going to college now. Well, the $3,200 vet bill, I mean, I'm still, like, amazing. You know, I mean, granted, it saved his life, and, you know, I guess that's the right thing to do. But you really think think twice about it. So, so. over a 15-year period, this is a small dog, okay? Not the, not the you know, the big ones. This is kind of like yours. This is a small pooch. will set the owner back 17560 all the way up to ninety three thousand bucks. <laughs> wow! Well, for the lifetime you know, for the lifetime. Well, I know my daughter's dog's a year old, Charlie, and he's already up to ten grand. You know what's so funny so, is big dogs. They only did twelve years, twenty two thousand to eighty three thousand for a big dog. Okay. They don't live as long. How much to raise a kid? What's that up to? That's a million. Oh, yeah, hundreds of thousands of dollars for sure. So. Anyway, as I said, the new hard currency in Venezuela is food and cigarettes. People now, because... It's like prison. Yep. Battering at the pump now is taken off as hyperinflation makes Venezuela's paper currency, the Bolivar, hard to find and renders some denominations all but worthless that nobody will accept them at all. You can pay with a cigarette at the gas pump now, said Orlando Molina filling up his subcompact Ford in Caracas. Amazing, isn't it? Gas is dirt cheap there, though. Because socialism. The government pays more. And that works good until you run out of other people's money. Remember Margaret Thatcher? Patriot Radio News Hour will be back. Hey, you're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. We're live from beautiful Deer Valley, Arizona. The just amazing weather. Expecting a high in the 90s today, though. Believe me, everybody would be much happier. And I know it's backwards of what you think, that if it was raining and 65 degrees. In this oh, place, it'd be a celebration. Everybody would love it. So, you, you know, you just you get tired of it. So, But uh, you shouldn't complain, right? Never complain. Everybody. Nobody wants to hear it. Everybody complains about what they don't have, and we should all be thankful we don't get what we deserve. You see, McDonald's now... They're uh, losing market in the U.S. You know, they they really changed a lot. You know, the, when I when when I was growing up, McDonald's was you know this huge treat, and then of course the the next generation grew up and they had to give them Happy Meal toys, and the toys you know they marketed to children. That's what they did. They pushed the Hamburglar, you know, more than the food. Brilliant. Marketing. Well, it was brilliant, right? Because every kid wanted mom and dad to take them to McDonald's. 
Right. And, and if you're driving down the street and you happen to be unfortunate enough to drive past the McDonald's, right, the kid's freaking out. Yeah, you couldn't get by one. Now it's like, yeah, it's a yawner. So there's so many choices. So now same store sales rose 5.9%, but uh, nothing to what was, they were That was globally. At. Globally. Yeah, yeah, here in the U.S., they had so. a tough tough quarter for McDonald's. They, they missed on earnings, missed on guidance. Uh, same store sales here in the U.S. were sluggish. Uh, and it was kind of a mixed bag on Wall Street today. You got a couple of stocks. United Technology was good. McDonald's was bad. It was one of those kind of deals today. Home prices are up. It's, yeah, it's all good news, bad news. Home prices are up 5.9% year over year, but flying. But uh, sales are, are dropping. Down, yeah. So Existing home sales. Uh, we had that one little bump last month when the rates you know, fell. And, and now we're back to declining sales, down 2.2%, a lot more than they thought it was going to be. But to your point, these were existing homes. So this is the big share of the market, 277000 on an existing. I mean, new homes. Now, the average price of new home, I think, is like three twenty, three thirty. dollars Not here. Like that. Yeah, you're not getting not any here. of that here. None of that here. Well, yes, you drive drive to you qualify you know out but they don't build the neighborhoods like they used to they just put up apartments now yeah. and condos and call it the same they don't do it yet. so that's what you're getting so Lori at the cedarstromgroup.com gets good inventory she's a corporate agent so i mean it's just you know believe it or not the corporations are constantly moving people around so she's one of the few realtors in the valley that actually has inventory so if uh, you're looking for a house here in phoenix give her a call you can go right straight to the website, searsfromgroup.com. And, uh, I wonder her what her average listing is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know she's got before, one. Before you call. <laughs> but she's all over this. She's got one over here for four ninety five, And then I know she's got one coming up for 2.6. So that's <laughs> somewhere in the middle. So anyway, how's U.S. home sales fell 2.2% because there's no inventory. Money's falling apart. Hyperinflation is starting to set in. The uh, dollar, the real estate dollar, is buying less and less every day. McDonald's suffering. But, you know, I saw a thing yesterday, and the reason I wanted to touch on that is now certain participating McDonald's for $500 will let you host a wedding. What? How about that? That's uh, actually cheap. I know. A McWedding. A McWedding. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. <laughs> I didn't spend five hundred I mean, on our wedding. I go, got it done for thirty-eight bucks. You go splurge. <laughs> I want a tray of McNuggets, right? You know. I don't know if you get Elvis. Maybe bring him in. That might be more. But uh, you think that the, they look at you and they go, "Hey, buddy, you want fries with that?" <laughs> Do not supersize the bride. <laughs> I don't know. Kind of weird, isn't it? So. Yeah, you know, how they rewrite history. The uh, if you've never seen the movie Idiocracy, go great movie. Obtain a I mean, copy. It's not really a great movie, but it is hilarious. The sad thing is, is a lot of it's starting to come to fruition. You know, one of the things they go through a ride and they, it's like supposed to be Disneyland, and they they don't know history. History's getting gets rewritten. You know, it gets lost, and they have a picture of Charlie Chaplin with a Nazi armband on. <laughs> so. You know, because they got the same mustache. You know, it's pretty funny. It's funny when you think about it. Well, I'm here to tell you, it's not funny. In the Arizona Republic, the Scottsdale section Saturday, there's, I won't say the name, there's a restaurant advertising 
come on in and get your Bloody Mary bar. And they have, it says, come in for your Bloody Mary bar, pilgrim. And they got a picture of a cowboy in the cowboy hat. Okay. You know who it is, right? I do. Yeah, who is mm-hmm. The cowboy hat? Who's, yeah, who's on? John Wayne. John Wayne. No. It's Chuck Connors, <laughs> the rifleman. That's got to be John Wayne. That's it's well, They don't know. That's the question. <laughs> they think John Wayne and Chuck Connors are, are the, the same guy. So it's right out of idiocracy, you know, Charlie Chaplin and Adolf Hitler. So <laughs> Close. I was Close. looking at I'm like, that's not John Wayne. Come well, on you in. you set me up good on that. I got you. So there's the, the picture. I was like, you got to be kidding me. So. And I, in full disclosure. I'm staring at a picture of, John, of Wayne. John Wade as we speak. So John Wayne got a lot of history here at Patriot. Uh, big fans. I don't know. Remember we did the story here uh, earlier in the year about renaming John Wayne Airport yeah. over in Orange County. I don't know if that's gone anywhere or not. So I think it kind of died down. They. I don't think they wanted. Uh, they they weren't anticipating the fight that they were going to get. So I think they moved on. I think who knows? I'm sure it'll it'll come back again. There's the famous fight at Cedarstrom where my wife's liberal aunt was t- saying John Wayne was a womanizer, <laughs> you know. And I looked at her. I said, you know, just about anything goes here at Cedar Camp Cedarstrom that Joe named it years ago. Just about anything, you know. You sit in the back, have a good time, you know. Freedom of speech, right? Everything goes. at Camp Cedarstrom. But I will not sit here and allow you to run down John Wayne. And I was halfway joking. You know, but I really made a big only halfway. Only by halfway, the way. yeah. And uh, they got in their RV and left the next day. <laughs> and you're like, that's all I had. To that's do. all I had to do. So, so I bought him a John Wayne when they got back to Minnesota. I bought a John Wayne poster and mailed it to her. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you can pick your friends, but you're stuck with family. You're stuck with the Patriot Radio News Hour too. You're. 25 or whatever this has been going here. one 800 One of the most racist articles I've ever read ever is in the Arizona Republic yesterday. The Park Service, the U.S. Parks Service plan now is going to pay people to fish for invasive species in the Grand Canyon. Okay? So they'll actually pay you to go catch these fish and get rid of them. And, of course, it's the brown trout, which is a its bigger than a rainbow trout. And, um, you know, I thought when I first saw it, I was reading, I heard the article. I heard they talking it on the news. I thought they were talking about the Rainbow Coalition, you know, <laughs> wanted to get rid of the brown people. <laughs> but it isn't. It's a rainbow trout. They want to kill all the, the, the German browns, which are the fish that, you know, all they're bigger, stronger, faster. They're eating the rainbow trout and... Uh, all, all in this, everything's designed. They want to get rid of the German browns in the streams up in the northern rim of the canyon, which are the best fish to catch, if you ask me. So you'll still have the smaller rainbows, but you have to save the chub, which is basically a carp, you know, which nobody cares about. So when I was, you know, my brother lived in Montana, and I spent a summer with him. It, it, I hate to say this, and you people are going to think it's crazy, but this is the way it used to be. This is in the 70s, that if you caught carp, in the river, they wanted you to take them out. And, I mean, they hated them. There was like an anti-carp ad campaign. Get rid of the carp because they're eating all the trout eggs. My brother caught a half a dozen of them and tied them to the bumper of his Bronco 
and drove through downtown Missoula, and everybody was honking, going, <laughs> yeah, yeah, get those carp. <laughs> Today, yeah, it's like the whole gray, think, the, the whole gray wolf thing, right? You yeah, know, yeah, kill them, no wait, bring them back. Yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, now we're kill the German Browns to uh, save the carp. <laughs> Nothing wow. makes any sense, does it? Weird. So, so they'll pay you to catch them. So if you want to get, get on, paid, I don't know. They're working that out because if they make it too high, Safeway will run out of German brown trout. <laughs> I'm going for the arbitrage between the two. The Park Service paying 88 bucks a fish. I got this for seven bucks. Just get a cooler full. <laughs> take go. them up there. <laughs> I just caught these. They're fresh. Here they are. Blue stamp on them. Safeway. Ah, so. Uh, Trump, how's the Trump impeachment going? You want to talk about that at sure, all? So sure, sure. They, uh, they're surprised how long it's taking. That's not a good thing for the Democrats, I don't think. Yeah, it's the most, still the most ridiculous thing ever. So he's uh, he's fighting and screaming. And, you know, it, there's actually been some articles out, though, that people are just so tired of the Trump bashing every day. You know, there's, there's, there's a consortium of people that are out there that are thinking about not voting for him just so all of this rhetoric will stop. That's ridiculous. Whoa, wait a minute. Yeah, so don't, don't do just that. Just because they're so tired of Trump, 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 right. Trump. All day, 24 I'm just not going to vote. Just not going to vote, yeah. You so. know, there was a big article today uh, talking about manufacturing jobs, and they, they had all the, the the close states, you know, when, when Trump won the last time. And it was so funny. Arizona was on the list because Trump won Arizona, I think, by uh, by several percentage points. Uh, but but what they were talking about was Arizona. We gained manufacturing jobs, right? So we we're obviously here. Uh, the economy still rocking and rolling. Uh, Florida was gaining jobs, but the other states, Michigan, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, all of them have been losing jobs. Uh, Michigan, who only won by two-tenths of a percent. Uh, North Carolina, he won by three percent. Pennsylvania and Wisconsin, he only won by seven-tenths of a percent. And now people are saying, hey, you know what, those are so close it could cost them. Well, you know, again, what what really does the president have to do with that when you get right down Nothing. to it? I know. So I mean, he's, he's done all he can. You see Wisconsin's football game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to be voting for that coach. So, Well, Lovey Smith may have saved his job at Illinois with that win. Yeah, yeah. So, And ASU. So yeah, they lost to Utah. Yeah, ASU's done good. But, I can't complain. But the Cardinals won, so we're 3-0. and so. Cardinals won three straight. Well, we're 3-3-1, three, three and one, but yeah. three, three straight wins. The schedule was, um, how do you say it, favorable? Yeah, yeah. That's a good way for the rookie quarterback to start. It's going to get tougher on them. Denver, well, maybe fire John Elway. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't say it, but you know, one day somebody I, thought it when I was playing little league baseball, and uh, I was having trouble. I struck out two or three times, and I remember I was just a kid. I was eight, nine, ten. I just threw my bat, and I was all upset. And the coach looked at me, and he says, "Eric, don't take the World Series." And I said, "The World Series? <laughs> hey, that starts today." <laughs> Yes, and nobody cares. The first game of the World Series, who is it? It's uh, Houston and the, the D.C. Criminals. The Nationals. Yep. Yes. Yep. So, yeah. Is that the first time for them ever, Nationals? I think maybe. The District of Criminals? They're going to go crazy. What? 
Were they playing in Houston tonight, or I don't know. So, don't you know see, what? We don't see, know what's happened to the. I used to be so on all that. Not anymore. Speaking of, you know, you know what? I'm stunned that this has happened. I always counted on you. you could, I, I could ask you anything. I could go, hey, what is uh, Gonzalez's hey, ERA? Can I tell you about the job I have now? It sucks. This job sucks. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I just don't have the time. you got to work but, for a living. But the uh, sports, I was telling you this last week. This is how bad it's getting. Basketball season, tryouts for, for high school basketball start the day after Halloween. That's the uh, official first day that you can have official practice. That's always been kind of that way. Right, yeah. Been, yeah. been pretty pretty standard that way. But there's something new this year. No freshman basketball team. Huh? Just Wait, JV, high school in Scottsdale, Arizona JV has no freshmen. And varsity only. Why? Well... Because it just costs too much. Wow. Wow. Going to happen in football, I think, next year. All sports, I think, next year. All freshman sports, no more. No more. Yeah, things aren't getting better, are they? They never change for the good. We'll be back. Patriot Radio News Hour. It's halftime. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Monopoly is the popular board game where players win by monopolizing property and overcharging rivals who land there. A monopoly in business has a similar effect by stamping out competition which would benefit consumers. Google has more than 92% of the worldwide market for Internet searches, far above what constitutes a monopoly. Most people on the Internet see only what Google puts before them. Google's monopoly power is greater than that of John D. Rockefeller's oil trust from a century ago, and in some ways worse because of its control of information. The landmark Sherman Act passed by a Republican Congress in 1890, is the tool that authorized busting up the Rockefeller Trust and modern ones like it. If you're wondering what happened to your daily newspaper or your access to online conservative videos and websites, the reason is Google and its Silicon Valley neighbor Facebook. Those two companies, which also own YouTube and Instagram, soak up advertising dollars that once supported thousands of independent newspapers and magazines. The 1911 breakup of John D. Rockefeller's monopoly over the oil business boosted our economy, creating competition among over a dozen newly formed rivals. Record-breaking prosperity then followed for our country in the Roaring Twenties. Let me be clear. The conservative approach is not to regulate corporations, but to break up monopolies and then get out of their way. Let competition thrive and perform its magic, as it has in driving down airline ticket prices, for example. Monopolies like Google cause a vast disparity between the rich and the middle class, a gap which liberals love to criticize everywhere else except in their own backyard, like California. Without the suffocating big tech monopolies, Texas and other red states have a growing middle class with affordable housing and schools. Libertarian ideologues cringe at such investigations, arguing that antitrust law is an improper intrusion by government into the free market. But competition is the oxygen for free enterprise, and prohibiting anti-competitive business practices which rob consumers of choices is as important as stopping burglary. 
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report with Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. These culturally relevant commentaries, along with videos, columns, and bulletins, are waiting for you at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Plus, you can find, follow, and share our work on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Patriot Radio News Hour, live on this 22nd day of October 2019, the year of our Lord. 1022 out there right now, so 9.33 in the morning. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. This show is brought to you by allamericangold.com and Patriot Trading Group. 1-800-951-0592 can add to your portfolio. Always a good idea to take the time, put away a little wealth insurance, and hope you don't need it. You can also, if you're listening, uh, well, depending on where you're listening or how you're listening, you can track the show. It repeats. Uh, comes on, on the afternoon and once at night, I think. So Just at night now. Just at night now. Yep. At 1360khnc.com. Uh, that's the mothership, the American Freedom Network. The um, I don't even know where we're going to go here. The economy, they say, is slowing. You know, as we head into election year and you've got recessions, and it just has a tendency. My first experience with it was Gulf War One, where you would see, you know, everything, sales would slow down. Everything would, people like, you know, they, they called it, well, eventually it was called the OJ effect. But remember, you could watch, these had a joke, you could turn on CNN to see where the missiles were landing, you know. And you could. You could watch it. Yeah, Everybody, Bernard Shaw was live in Baghdad. So it had an effect on the economy, the O.J. Simpson trial, you know, that goes on and on and on. But Gulf War One really did. I mean, it it really had an effect. So I think that was kind of probably the first time. That was the first time. That you could watch all the, the missile strikes. And, and of course, there, there wasn't really a ground troops. It was just more... Uh, we were just bombing all of the, I guess, the Iraqi bases and things of that nature, power grids. It got so slow that General Motors introduced something unheard of, unheard of, during Gulf War One, 2.9% financing. Everybody went nuts. I mean, it was unheard of. You know, I mean, mortgage rates were still 7 8 9% at the time, 10 So... That's what they had to do, and that was well because you know everybody was stuck watching TV. Well, now you've got you've got the Trump effect. I gotta believe that's what it is. I mean, you look at everything's kind of slowing down. Well, here's a here's somebody's idea. They said the economy slowed. Now it needs a jolt, perhaps to avoid a recession. As in Europe, the Federal Reserve is discovering that interest rate cuts have diminishing returns, and that hands the ball now to fiscal policy. Joe and I was talking over the break about. How they're stepping in and intervening now on a daily basis? Is yeah, that right? the the central bank, the the repo market, just gone crazy. So today was one of those days. Uh, you get a, once a week where you get three different repo auctions, uh, and that happened to be today. Uh, the Federal Reserve uh, they had the seventy five billion dollar auction, which they have every day. Now that one. You know, we, we it was oversubscribed for a while. Then, then the pressure came off, and banks were asking for thirty or forty billion dollars a day. Today, it's up into the sixty, sixty-five billion. They say by next week, the seventy-five billion is not going to be enough. 
Then they had these special ones where they do $35 billion, and I think they do that once or twice a week, depending on how the calendar falls. That was double the subscription, so almost $70 billion. And then today the Fed's quantitative easing for, that's not quantitative easing. They told the, the people that held treasuries, hey, listen, today we'll buy $7.5 billion worth of treasuries and give you guys cash. So now, wait a minute. These are these are foreign banks that are buying. This U.S. Is anybody, bank, right. Banks anybody that submit. That they talked into buying a 30-year, 10, 5, whatever debt instrument. So they Well, they want to buy, and I'll, and I'll just say this, they're looking for short term. The Fed doesn't want to buy down the long end of the curve. They want to buy down the short end, you know, because they don't want to have the old uh, inversion thing. Got it. Right. right. So, so they're buying all the shorter term debt. But here's the, the, the funny thing Isn't about that amazing? it. Isn't that amazing? You never think about that. But, yeah, they have somebody has to yeah. come in and liquefy these the, things. The banks submitted $42 billion worth of bonds that they wanted the Fed to buy. So today alone, the, the Fed was willing was willing to buy about $117.5 billion worth of debt to give banks liquidity. The banks asked them for almost $175 billion for a day. Wow. Nobody wow. wants to talk about it. But this this goes back to the bailouts, the discount windows, turning, right, turning yep. everybody into a... They gave them money to buy U.S. debt, and they could make money on the arbitrage, on the, on the interest. So... Crazy, isn't it? Well, so now that's slowing, and now you've got the well. The, they're obviously, you know, liquefying the the debt markets, trying to keep the banks from going under. There was an article about that uh, today. I saw that on Newsmax that a third of, of banks globally now are unlikely to survive a serious economic downturn. Must radically revamp their business models. Management consultancy McKinsey said in a report of the industry. A decade on the global financial crisis, investor confidence in banks globally is also again weakening as margins are tightening and revenues and loan growth are slowing. So the industry in aggregate is not in the great health. I mean, well, think about it. Think what the money that, that the spreads that banks would make, and I mean, it's just not there for them. But alarmingly, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, the big banks are stepping back in to the mortgage business. Well, there's money there. So there's money there now. Yeah. yeah. So they all wanted the credit card business. They want the 3% per swipe. So they did everything. Earn miles. All What's in your stuff, wallet? Right? Blah, 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 blah. And they don't care. They, matter. They, they want you to get behind because credit card rates are t- the highest they've ever been. I guarantee you they're buying houses like mad. Yep. The new quote-unquote uh, single-story rental home market where they're building these new divisions where it's just nothing but rental homes. Banks heavily involved in it. And I wonder, I mean, there's there are some REITs that came into Las Vegas and Phoenix, you know, 10 years ago. Scooped them up and by bought them for hundreds. Yeah, amazing. Hundreds. They ended up with thousands and thousands of them. So, but you know, that's where all the, the you know, the well, when you talk about there's no inventory, that's why there's that's no why. inventory. So, so the banks, I mean, that's, that's always a little disconcerting when you see that. Now, uh, someone has the idea, uh, though, they've got the plan here. 
that they want to start raising gasoline taxes so they can fix the infrastructure in America, the roads. and They're even going so far as to say that global warming or climate change is affecting the roads. The climate change thing. I mean, it never ends. Just, it's just. Did you see the article? Please. The ozone layer. I the hole in the ozone. It's getting smaller. It's the smallest it's ever been since they discovered it back in the. When did they discover? Like the seventies or something. It's the smallest it's ever been. And they're saying that. Well, that's because it's war. Because it's warming. That's what they say. So I. <laughs> well, okay. There. Figure that one out. So. So they want to raise gas taxes now. The last raise was in 1993. The federal gas tax, what do you think it is? Do you know what it is? Per gallon. 28 cents. Pretty good. 24.3 on diesel. 18.3. Oh, I, I knew an 8 was in there. But you know what? They don't talk about what the states have piled on. <laughs> Man. It was like the governor of California. I want to look into high gas prices. It's taxes. Yeah, it's all taxes. So, yeah, the states have run amok. We'll talk about that when we get back. Take a radio news hour on a Tuesday. Stay with us. That's the Donald Trump. That should be his candidate song right there, man. The Midnight Rider. Re-elect me. That'd Not going to catch me. Wouldn't that be great? I hope he's listening. You know, we used to, when we were really going here, I was doing this every day that, uh, we used to be able to track the, uh, the URLs where people used to come in. Yeah. We were just stunned how many dot .govs there were. There was a lot. It was a little creepy. So <laughs> I was glad that number went down. Yeah, yeah. So well, maybe they were just all listening, but uh, we kind of thought maybe it might have been uh, it might have been uh, ones that might have been spying on us. So so anyway, Trump. What do you use the word lynching? You know that? Was that the word he used? Yeah. Yeah. It's a real problem, you know. Now, now of course, they're, well, that's a racist word. <laughs> Can we get, like, a book or some a pamphlet? It's right. probably a book. Get rid of Of the, all the words we can't use now. The evil brown trout. <laughs> they all have to go. So, so anyway, I'm just, you know, the the... They all started with that, so today. Even Lindsey Graham, though. Lindsey Graham said, yeah, it is a lynching. That, that's, there, there's no difference. I mean, they're going to move ahead with this. I, I still can't believe it. Can you? I mean, that's the plan. What did we say last week? That the, the trials are going to start. Uh, uh, maybe this is what we need. Maybe. Yeah. Because then Trump can come out with all of their information. Right. Yeah. In other words, well, let me tell you about Biden. Let me tell you about the Clintons. Let me tell right. You wanna we wanna clean up the swamp. We wanna drain the swamp. Maybe that's what we need. Full disclosure. And this is why I think it's taking so long, right? The the, the Democrats are like, well, wait a <laughs> wait a minute. Uh, he's got a lot of stuff we don't want to get out there. That's my guess. Well, here's the official statement today. What the hell is wrong with you, according to a black lawmaker's fury after Donald Trump calls impeachment push a lynching? But Lindsey Graham agrees and says president's enemies are taking the law in their own hands. Trump tweeted the Democrats' impeachment inquiry is a lynching, compared one-sided congressional process to racial summary executions. The Tuskegee Institute says 3,446 African Americans were lynched between 1882 and 1968 in the United States. 
Black Democratic Bobby Rush exploded on Twitter. What the blank is wrong with you? Again, South Carolina Rep. James Clyburn, the House Majority Whip, said lynching is one word no president ought to apply to himself. Congressional Black Caucus Chairwoman, every time your back is up against the wall, you throw out these racial bombs. I mean, uh, here we go. is really that's racial? Everybody's so sensitive anymore. Let it go. Man, right? Can't we all just get along? Except the brown Aren't trout. Aren't we past this? Except the brown trout. Kill them all. <laughs> save <laughs> save the car. Save the chub. So, yeah, crazy. It's crazy. So, anyway, this is all still going on. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, you can't wake up any day anymore without... Uh, listen, I'm more fearful of what you said earlier now. Right, the now people you, are just tired. Now you've just got me on edge. Because I, I didn't think the whole impeachment thing really had any legs, and nobody really cares. And to the point, I don't even know what's happening because I don't even. I see those. I just go right past them. I don't even read them. Uh, but but the fact that maybe everybody's so tired of hearing the word Trump that they're just not gonna vote. So they're just tired of it. I know anymore. And you gotta admit, it is a little lecherous. So it's a lot. So I don't know. I got gas today, uh, $3.81. Oh, you had to buy the expensive stuff. I had to buy the premium, so I'm driving my own Chevy, so it likes premium. So, I don't know. What's going Even on with regular's that? regular's 3 bucks. I know. Well, they always charge more because they're coming in up there. Yeah, well, yeah. There. When you get into town, 3 bucks, two ninety nine, two eighty nine, something like that. Uh, up where we live, over three bucks. But uh, yeah, it was so funny. The governor of California is calling for an investigation on high gas prices, and I'm just like, really, dude? It's called taxes, right? You California oh, taxes yeah, that's the right. heck out of them, and now, uh, and it's going to happen, you know. And they talk about all these electric cars. What's going to happen? Let's just say the car companies get their wish. And somehow, all of us start buying electric cars. Who is going to pay for the roads? How do you think that's going to happen? Right? And I know what's going to happen. Forget about a gasoline tax. It's going to be an energy tax. Not only are you going to pay for plugging your car and you're going to pay for running the AC. I can't wait to see what they do to electric bills uh, when you do it, because remember, I mean, without without the gas tax, no potholes get fixed, no bridges get repaired, no roads get maintained. I mean, I don't know how these guys think it's all going to work. Yeah, and then the bond override elections are just crazy going on right now. Just vote crazy no. here. No, no, no to every single override. Here's what the override really means. Hey, this tax that we told you years ago was going to be temporary. Right. We want you to extend it again. Right. We want it permanent. Right. They wanted $170 million up here in Deer Valley. You could have bought Deer Valley in 08 for $170 million. All the teachers want, they want $300 million in Scottsdale. One up part of it, I read it, $16 million for a firefighter training center. Okay, Now, this is Arizona. <laughs> of course, we, we're starting to get high-rise buildings. We never had them. We are starting. Yeah, we're starting them. again. We never had them, which, you know, again, a fireman earns his pay there. You know, get on those ladders and getting up there, but... Before, you know, barring that, in Scottsdale, Scottsdale firefighting trained, I mean, there was no buildings higher than two floors. So for $16 million, I'd have loved that contract. Just get five acres, wait for all the weeds to dry out, and light it on light fire. Because that's the only thing they're doing. They're, all right. And then get a tree, a big tall one, and put a cat in it. 
we can all take turns getting the cat down. You guys get your hundred grand a year retirement. We'll call it a day. I make fourteen million on the contract. So anyway, gas taxes are gas taxes by state. California state tax fifty five point two two cents. I'm going to look into this. Look into that. So we're at uh, the the federal government slaps on eighteen and a half. California's added another fifty five cents. So you you almost got three quarters of a dollar right there. Yeah, is dollar gasoline coming back? Only in Venezuela because the government buys it. But California is not the highest state. They're number two for state gas taxes. Huh. We'll have to figure out who number one is when we return. And figure out who number 50 is, too. That's an easy one. We'll be back. Patriot Radio News Hour. Final segment coming up. Welcome back to Three Stooges. Two that, Stooges that, Radio. That's only funny if you're listening Colorado. to the Colorado feed. They have a Three Stooges commercial. Pretty funny. Uh, number one highest gas state gas tax, Pennsylvania. I didn't know. I was thinking maybe New York or Illinois <laughs> or Hawaii, but no, it was Pennsylvania. The common, the Commonwealth. Whenever you get that Commonwealth, mm. you better know somebody's got their hand in their pocket. Fifty-eight point seven cents. Obviously, the lowest is Alaska. Fourteen, still not cheap though. Fourteen. We're on the low end of things here. Arizona nineteen, Colorado twenty-two. The reason our gas is expensive is uh, most of it comes from California refineries. We have no refineries here in Arizona, uh, so most of it comes from California. The most expensive gas I ever bought though is Oregon. My RV when you go up there, the diesel. And but even though their state tax is only thirty-six cents, and Washington now is forty-nine. That's what Seattle do. There you go. Wow, they're catching up to California. But uh, Oregon, you can't pump your own gas. You're oh, everything full service. Right, yeah. full service. That's their blue laws. It, you ever try doing it? They absolutely they freak out, huh? Blow a cork. So What are you, a tourist? Yeah. Uh, what yeah. gave it away? My Arizona plates? Do they wash your windows? No. Check your tires? Uh-uh. Well, they don't do anything? I don't do nothing. So it's just they just stand there with a dumb look on their face and charge you more for the gas. Now, I grew up working in a... I think every kid should have to work at a, a full-service gas station. So, I mean, it brings out the worst in people with their cars. You know, it's always good, like, when you're on hour 12, and you have to wash the windshield of every car. They come in and get a dollar's worth. They do it on purpose, so you'll check their oil, air their tires. you got to get a dollar worth. But my favorite is when you're cleaning their windshield, and they're on the inside pointing out bugs. You know, how about this one? Well, yeah. You missed one over here. Sunny. <laughs> so, my favorite, quick story, the uh, Paradise Valley Sheriff, one of those cops, they're all sheriffs, they got the hats on, nine million sheriffs running around. His car's overheating. This is in the 70s. And he pulls up to the gas pump, blocks the gas pump, opens his hood, and I go out there, I go, let me get that for you. Because we're used to cars, you know, the old 70s, they were always overheating in July, and this guy's just a jerk. He goes, I got it. And I said, okay. He grabs the water hose thing and opens the oil cap and starts <laughs> filling the motor with water while it's running. I didn't say a word. <laughs> Your tax dollars at work. Rap, 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 rap. Boom. <laughs> what happened? 
happened? I don't know. Uh, what's happening in the markets, Joe? Uh, gold is doing absolutely nothing. Uh, $1,482, pretty much just unchanged. Uh, Silver is off a dime, $17.50. We got a mixed bag on Wall Street. The Dow and the S&P are higher. The NASDAQ is lower. And uh, crude oil is actually up about a dollar. So that's, that wraps up the market. Oh, you know what I haven't looked at is... The- but gasoline still should not be expensive at this no, level. No, it's, it's $54. Uh, it, it never went down. You know, when they blew up the refinery, which apparently they didn't really blow up uh, over there in Saudi Arabia. What and, happened with that? And uh, uh, they say it's fixed. Saudi Arabia does. and Kind of like Fukushima does not... Uh, <laughs> Don't pay attention to any of that new No radioactivity out there. Don't worry. It's fine. Don't worry. It'll be fine. Of course, your Honda, though, the lights glow at night. You don't even have to turn them on. <laughs> no specials? No nothing? That's it? No nothing. Uh, the largest uh, wholesaler got hacked. No. Yes. Oh, we should have talked about that. I'll be back Thursday. Eric Cedars from Joe Jenkins. Patriot Radio News Hour will be back tomorrow, as always. But I'll see you guys Thursday. Joe, thanks for allowing me. Appreciate it. God bless all of you. Have a great day. We'll see you.